0: Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our special guest, Matt Bailey. Hi. <laughs> well, how seductive. Hey, you sound a little tired. <laughs> uh, that was my seductive voice. Have you had a long day? I've had a long day.
1: Yeah, like Matchbox 20, long day.
0: Yeah, same. Um, well, hey, listeners, episode 24.
1: Mm-hmm. Welcome back. The Jack Sparrow episode. <laughs>
0: The Jack Sparrow episode. (laughs) 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 I guess. (laughs) I guess. Uh, Yeah, so hey, before we get into it, I want to... We promised the listeners that we would come...
1: Someone's making coffee.
0: Someone's making coffee. Don't worry about it. Uh, we we, We promised the listeners we'd come back with a clarification on a name. Now, last week, we ran into an actor in Jerry Maguire... And I was pronouncing his name wrong oh, and me I'll, too. I'll, I'll me admit too. it I'll admit it and Kate was there with me yep. I was pronouncing it Cuba Gooding jr <laughs> and we looked it up we looked up interviews of him saying his own name yep. which he does a lot <laughs> uh, and it's actually Cuba
1: because his dad was born in Cuba
0: yep thank yep. you so very much so, so what's hats up to, off my, to Bailey. hat's off to all my haters <laughs> Um, Yeah, so 2018, the year of the guest. We're getting back at it. And today we have a very good friend.
1: Oh, very, very good friend.
0: Some might say (laughs) one of the best friends.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: (laughs) I'd say that. (laughs) Well, we didn't give you room to talk. I like to call
1: him my vulgar teddy bear.
0: Yeah, he is a vulgar teddy bear for sure. And before I introduce him, I just want to say unknowingly i think he's been very pivotal in my movie viewing life um but we'll we'll jump into that we'll talk a little history um so i'm just gonna throw it right over to him introduce him that's tyler smith hello welcome to the podcast smitty welcome thanks for having me yeah very excited uh long time coming really mm
1: mm-hmm. I agree. Like,
0: you were one of the people when we were first starting, like, "Ah, gotta get him on, gotta Mm -hmm. get him on. But I know you have a busy schedule, you know, doing this, doing that. I don't do that much. (laughs) (laughs) Doing this and doing that. That sounds Um, like a lot, though. And I'm also very excited for who you chose, because I really respect and like this actor, too. So I'm going to just throw it over to you, who you chose and why. I did
2: Vincent (laughs) D'Onofrio. Great character actor. Uh, He's one of those guys that everyone... Knows his face because he's in so many things, but no one really knows his uh, all the things he's done and even his name. So
3: they know his face,
0: but
2: they don't know his body. You just want to bring him to light.
3: Yeah, for he needs more recognition. Yeah, exactly.
1: I didn't even know how to spell his last name.
3: Yeah,
0: and it's it's a tricky way. It's a tricky. There's an apostrophe in there somewhere. I would say he's a real actor's actor. Uh, Would you say that? don't know what that
3: means. means so like so like all the actors really like him but yeah. all the fans don't really yeah. know him or like him at all yeah that doesn't yeah. get you very far
0: <laughs> like i'm sure people like, when they when they sign up for a movie and they hear that he's also on board they're like oh yes naffy yeah. naffy's on <laughs> love naffy i feel
1: like he's a man of respect
0: he is a man of respect <laughs> <laughs> like he
3: he takes respect very seriously like
1: <laughs> anything you can think of take really. your shoes
3: off when you go into his house <laughs> um.
0: you must tip your hat when you pass him on the street
2: <laughs> you gotta yeah. respect them so you're, we're not wearing a hat but he glasses. also is the guy that slips a waitress a 20 as soon as they go into the restaurant <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just for for insured good service he always yeah. puts
1: his silverware on the plate
0: yeah now how did you like what are your first memories of vincent <laughs> oh uh men in black
2: 1997 uh, uh, yes. edgar. he's edgar yeah that was one i like that one i definitely really fell in love with. D'Onofrio. <laughs>
4: definitely. Vince, and really? what a
2: weird character to
0: fall in love with, but like, <laughs> <laughs> gotta respect that performance. Yeah, give him the, more sugar he's water. The his, oh, yeah, he's the bug. Oh, he's guy. the bug guy. Yeah, and that's yeah, that is my favorite D'Onofrio, for sure. Um,
1: Jordan was was telling I was like, I had no concept of who he was, but I'd seen him in things. And we don't talk about TV here, but Jordan was like, "Oh, he's in Daredevil." I was like, "Oh, I definitely know him." But if I see him in a movie, and Jordan was like, "Edgar." from um, men in black and i was like know it
2: yeah. Yep, anger. That, that role is why he's uh still overweight today he got addicted to sugar water <laughs> 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 and only drinks uh water with several teaspoons of sugar and that's the first of many jokes you're gonna yeah. hear i
3: feel
1: from like Spitty. is that a joke or is that reality
2: <laughs> that's a <laughs> huge lie <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah you know, i feel
3: like he got hot for a minute like he i feel like he started off heavy and then like i feel like in the 90s he got skinny and hot and was getting some of
0: those hot rolls, and then he just reverted back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, I mean, <laughs> so we'll, we'll, for the first movie that we'll review, he actually he's the actor who gained the most, uh, the most weight for a role in oh. history. He holds the record for the first movie. We're Damn. Gonna, so I guess he was yeah. skinny, and then just yeah, yeah he, and 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 for he the just lost role. it after that. Let's actually, if you guys are ready, let's jump. Let's jump into that movie. Yeah, I'll jump. Um, so that movie is also probably the movie <laughs> that he is most known for, and it was his breakout role, and that movie is Full Metal Jacket.
2: Woo! Yeah. Which I
1: had never seen.
0: Yeah, and
2: Bailey, have you I've, seen I it? I haven't seen it before So this week. What I did was I watched it a long time ago, and since we're doing Donafrio for... This podcast, I watched this movie recently only up until he's no longer in the movie. And I'm the rest of the movie, if we want to talk about it, I'm just gonna try and go off of a, a 10 year memory. <laughs> okay. oh, I thought, I thought that would be fair. fun.
0: I, I like it, it's dedication. And you know who would respect that? D'Annafrio. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought you were gonna say, I'm Stanley only in it for Kubrick. him. <laughs> um, I'm not watching Kubrick it for Matthew Modine. <laughs> so, yeah, full metal jacket for this role, Vincent D'Onofrio gains 70 pounds. And previous to that, uh, the record was 60 Pounds by Robert De Niro for uh, Raging Bull. Oh, wow. um, And I think the record still holds up today. I, I looked on two sources, I, and it still <laughs> said it. Um, uh, but I know there's a lot of haters yo. out there that, that email us all the time saying that I'm wrong. So. Yo, please email us yeah, if you us. please email us. <laughs> or t- I need to know. I'm just throwing these facts out yeah. there. in the email. Or
1: tweet them at us.
0: Yeah. Um, Just get him over. So, yeah, uh, Full Metal Jacket, very popular movie, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Um,
1: no one's wearing metal jackets, though, in this movie.
0: No, but we'll, we'll, we'll explain what a Full Metal Jacket is. <laughs> and um, if you haven't seen this movie, let me run through a, a little synopsis here. Um, and, yeah, this is Stanley Kubrick's take on the Vietnam War. It follows smart Alec Private Davis, played by Matthew Modine, quickly christened Joker by his foul-mouthed drill sergeant and pudgy Private Lawrence, nicknamed Gomer Pyle, as they endure the rigors of basic training. Though Pyle takes a frightening detour, Joker graduates to the Marine Corps and is sent to Vietnam as a journalist, covering and eventually participating in the war. Um, So, yeah, that's what happens.
3: Pretty accurate. Um,
0: And like Smitty mentioned earlier, it's kind of just split into halves. Um, the first half is boot camp, where you, you are introduced to all the characters. You're introduced to uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Gomer Pyle. And then the second half is when they get shipped off to Vietnam. So, it's, yeah.
1: it's crazy, because the first half of the movie is like Vincent D'Onofrio.
0: Right, right. Yeah. It's weird here in the synopsis, and I think... Yeah, first top build is Matthew Modine... And like, I guess technically he is. Which one is he's the running Joker? Oh, he's Private Joker. He's the running thread. He's the running thread. He's like the main character, but uh, Gomer Pyle definitely commands the screen the first half. And Let's get it out of the way.
1: It's really a story about. I really feel like the first yeah. half is a story about him more than yeah.
2: anyone yeah. else. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can we do spoilers? The the movie is
0: over thirty years old now. Oh, we spoil the uh, hell we, out of we these. We yeah, yeah. I just sure. wanted to go ahead, and we don't even let the listeners no, know nope. what review, yeah. what movies we're <laughs> yeah. <a> reviewing. Um,
1: <laughs> but you can like ask us, and I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah. By the way,
0: hit us up if it, if you want to know what movies coming out.
1: Direct message us on Instagram, or if you can do it on. Twitter, do it. And Twitter, I'll tell you. Twitter,
0: call us. FaceTime us. Yeah. We're always available. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's get a spoiler out of the way, though. Gomer there... Pyle, do you can like we, this, can Bailey? We, can we lead up to okay, it? We'll okay, we'll lead up okay. to it. We'll lead up to it.
3: <laughs> but yo, I mean, for this movie, I always wanted to watch it because the cover is always very intriguing. It looks... I think it's cool one of the coolest things about the movie, like just like the the, the helmet. Yeah. yeah i love
2: that's, it. It. that's kubrick man he probably handpicked that
3: yeah.
1: yeah i agree i love the cover it's so simple but yeah. it's really powerful yeah
2: yeah so the cover is what just a helmet
1: and then it says, with the, it
3: says yeah what is it born to, to kill born to kill which and it has like the peace sign on it too
0: mm-hmm. which who wears the born to kill helmet private joker 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 yeah.
1: and the peace sign he yeah. wears because both.
0: of the duality of man yeah Ew. um so yeah before that so they start off in basic training paris island marine corps um, immediately, oh the first, the intro shot is great. I love the intro shot of all of, of the their heads all of them getting their heads shaved to go to to boot camp. And I mean, it's real; it's I, the actual people getting their hair yeah shaved off, which is a cool take. You have to get it in one take, um, <laughs> and they all have to kind of have this solemn, somber look on their face. There can't be much room for you know, mistake there. So I like that.
1: I like that too, because I mean, I don't know a lot about Kubrick, but I've learned more about him from you guys, like telling me about this movie and to know that Kubrick was like a crazy person with taking multiple, multiple, multiple takes. It's Mm -hmm. interesting that this was something where you're forced to take it.
0: Right, right. He's notorious for just being a perfectionist and yeah, doing multiple takes. Um, so that, that intro is, Pretty cool, and then uh, then they go to Paris Island with the boot camp, and right right away you meet uh, the drill instructor, played by Arlie Army,
1: Arlie Army from
0: Saving Silverman. <laughs> from <laughs> oh he
3: is in that isn't he? Wow. <laughs> that's what I knew him from. I was like oh that's the well, guy this was from his <laughs> first role wasn't
2: it? Because he was an actual drill instructor right. and convinced Kubrick to put him in the film because he didn't think the actual actors were doing good enough.
0: Exactly. That's crazy. Like, how did he get? Was he like there, like trying to train the drill sergeant? So he was there. Exactly. He was there for like a factual basis to make sure, like, they were doing a boot camp, right? uh, uh, Or, like ancestry. Yeah, he was like the yeah, um, the go-to for that. Uh, But yeah, he served in the military, the Marines, for eleven years um, before this, and yeah, like Mm -hmm. Smitty said, he basically. Uh, There's a story. I don't know how true it is, but Kubrick didn't want him to be an actor in it. I mean, he didn't have acting, uh, any, you know, acting experience. But when Kubrick said no, uh, he then yelled, like barked an order, and it Kubrick, you know, stood erect, and it like shocked him, and that kind of like won him over. He's like, oh wow, he got erect. Yeah, Yeah, he He got got erect. erect. I saw another. I don't know what point it was shown or what it was,
2: but there was apparently an uh, audition video with Arlie Ermey where he uh, was just barking orders for 15 minutes straight, not moving or stopping while people threw oranges at him. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. That's that, amazing. I read that too. That so that it really
1: well. explains that first scene when he's talking to all of them. I love that because it, it looks, I don't know if it is all one take, but it looks like all one take when he's pacing in front of all of the New recruits, and then he mm-hmm. goes around in a circle. He never breaks ever.
2: Yep. Right. Yeah. He was apparently because he was so disciplined that even though it was Kubrick, he uh did it almost all in two or three takes, whereas right. Kubrick usually did dozens because he always nailed it. Yeah, um, nailed it. They also designed a special lens for that shot so that ah, all of the soldiers could be seen at once.
1: I love that shot. It's amazing.
0: Well, that's kind of cool.
2: Yeah. He, the Kubrick said he wanted. I, I read a lot. I, I love movie trivia. Uh, he said that he wanted to get them all in the shot to show that none of the not not a single one was special in this scenario. Yeah. Oh, so they were all featured while they were getting barked up. That's I did,
3: awesome. I had trouble telling a lot of them apart in the beginning, just because yeah. they're all. A lot of them were just like white guys with their head shaved, shaved and, head.
1: Totally those, the point. Those yeah, black yeah.
0: rim glasses. Yeah. I was thinking if I went to uh, boot camp, if they'd let me just bring these glasses <laughs> or not. Because um, I have them. <laughs> I mean, they
1: definitely wore the glasses they had.
0: I know. I'm just kidding. That's because funny. Joker's glasses um. were sick. Um, I wear black rim glasses for the listeners out there. Uh, but oh yeah, also, so so yeah, he was you know, two three takes for Arlie Ermey every time. The only one that they did 37 takes for was the jelly donut scene. Oh, oh yeah. that scene I was gonna, breaks my heart. I
3: was gonna ask about like. I feel like jelly donuts are super popular, but does anybody like. Are they anyone's favorite donut?
1: Mike
0: Mike, 100%. Well, they're probably my favorite. So is that your go to? If you have a box of infinite assortment of donuts, you're going to pick out jelly?
2: Yes. Wow! Wow! Um, as long as I'm not in the car, if I'm in the car, I try not to get it because it can get um, very messy. Good point, yeah. Wow!
3: So I Jordan, didn't
1: know. Jordan and I went to Dunkin' Donuts last night with our in-house horror expert, Mike Paulshock, and he asked for a jelly donut, and they didn't have any, so we didn't even get a donut.
2: Yeah, it's dedication. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess I didn't know people. Like yeah, Bailey, like, I was kind of so with you there.
0: Like, I, I don't. That's that's maybe it's one, one of, of, the of my last, last choices. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, that
2: scene for D'Onofrio has to suck, because I'm sure he had a spit bucket, but even biting into a jelly donut 37 times has to be so gross. Yeah, and the
1: sugar just probably dissolves in your mouth every time. Of
2: all the scenes where he has to do stuff, that one is probably just
0: the most disgusting.
1: But it was also the... That scene's so heartbreaking. It really is.
0: So let's talk about Vincent D'Onofrio's character, Gomer Pyle. He's kind of... Obviously, he's real big. He's chubby, clumsy, and kind of dim-witted, and immediately uh i don't know his real name arlie Ermy, the drill instructor um Hart- hartman was hartman sergeant hartman yep uh he uh, i mean first day he sets up that he's gonna be mean to everyone but he really picks him out i think he makes is is that is it the first one where he makes him choke himself on his well, own Well, he was yeah. smirking
3: everyone was yeah. like just very still facing, and like he was smirking at like the things that The drill sergeant was saying, so he immediately like picked him out.
1: But I knew that was gonna be a thing because in that opening scene with the head shaving, everyone was kind of like just looking, you know, solemn face or Mm. deadpan, Mm -hmm. and he had a smirk even while he was getting his head shaved.
0: But the thing with him is like he was smirking, but I think he couldn't help himself. Help him? Like I don't even know if he was finding joy or finding it funny. It was just that's his face. Which Vincent D'Onofrio in this movie is crazy good with face facial expression. I mean, when he gets more yeah. and more depressed and more out of it, he starts like looking through his eyebrows, and he gets this like he gets that thousand-yard stare, and he didn't even see combat, so like it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so he picks on him, and then there's the I guess one of the main characters, uh, Matthew Modine, is Private Joker. He gets the name Joker because he because he, he's a jokester. He's kind of a jokester. He talks back to Arlie Ermy, um, but as boot camp goes on the drill instructor kind of respects his honesty and truth telling so then he becomes comes the squad leader um and then is like tasked to taking on gomer Pyle and making him a good recruit
3: and it, and it's crazy like the first like i would say at least like half an hour i don't know if that's true was just all scenes where they had to were just being like Drilled. drills yeah. mm-hmm. and I, I was like wondering like if they ever get a chance to like Relax and no, it didn't seem like they so. did at no. all. I mean,
0: that's yeah. why it's a good, it's probably a very good depiction of boot camp. You I mean, you don't, you probably don't get a chance to bullshit with your other people. Yeah. Like, you guys just drill all day. It's so disciplined and regimented that that's what he does a good job with in the first half. It's like it's intense, it's drill oriented the whole time.
1: You feel exhausted with them. And then, so, mm-hmm. but I remember actually feeling this. So, when they graduate, you know like for boot camp i actually felt the relief of like not having to watch them do yeah. this anymore i was waiting
3: for the intense, right yeah, like shoot the shit at dinner or like a scene like that and it just like never came they just yeah. had to be like on dude 24/7. it's three months of
2: just oh, um, that <laughs> aside from all the uh, homophobic and oh racist stuff though yeah. there were some pretty good insults that, oh there's uh, some great some pretty good stuff. And the, like, uh, yeah yeah, I didn't know they
0: stacked shit that high is yeah. so good. Yeah. Gonna have and to it, use it. There's that. a lot of famous lines from it. The steers and queers. There's a lot of homophobic, oh, you're right. So much. Like a couple of racist uh, things as well. But yeah, there are some great lines. And and like you said, some of them I think were improv, some were he spoke to Kubrick about and was like, Hey, um, the reach around quote. Yeah. I read that he said it on set and Kubrick like stopped him. And said, "What's a reach around?" And then Arlie Army like politely explained to him. And Kubrick's <laughs> like, "Okay, keep that. Do it again." <laughs> <Wow>. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's funny that Kubrick just like kind of took to him, but he is the most attractive part to for me in the beginning. Like the way he could just command That's, all these he's recruits. Really and, and, oh, he's really commanding. so good is, at it. Yeah, very yeah. good at it.
1: And not only is he commanding by like voice, by like presence. His, like, posture, his facial expressions. He, like, it's amazing that he didn't want him in it because of how much he kind of fills the screen.
0: Right. Yeah, Arlie Ermey has zero self-doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. exactly. And I also, I mean, my introduction to him was uh, the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I love. He <laughs> is the father of Leatherface and that family. Yeah. And he's good in that, too.
3: Like, I wonder, like today like the people that go to boot camp how careful the sergeants have to be with like what they say and stuff just because like back then i feel like it was for the vietnam war like it was a little more lax like you can just be as mean as you wanted and mm-hmm. it was just like i'm at yeah.
0: boot camp but well, now what someone can
1: but there's I don't think they they can care. like
0: my brother was in the marines and he told me stuff about boot camp and it sounded just like this yeah. like and crazy just, shit and they're not supposed to hit them or anything but they get physical like yeah i mean they're training like in this movie like war. they're training killers <laughs> they keep saying that but like i'm sure it's still the mindset now even though we live in more of a progressive
1: i time. literally just mm-hmm. listened to a person who um pretty much reported on um what's that school called west point Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: where people like the entering class of west point students every year and it sounded exactly like the intro to this movie where they spend their whole lives being like perfectionists to get into this school with good grades good family and then they leave their family behind then they shave their immediately shave their heads and they spend a whole day saying who what's your name and trying to lose their own name by calling themselves John Doe and like stepping in line a certain way. And yeah. They said there's, they're so hard on them, even on the first day. It takes a full day just to go through name call. It sounds
0: rough. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'd be suited for it. No, not yeah. at all. Not me. Smitty, so I feel like out of all, all four of us here that you'd probably be the most suited.
2: I don't take anything seriously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> true. I'm a nervous laugher. I get so. my ass kicked there. yeah.
0: Um, you would get beaten with soap in, oh, oh. Sad. so, so what yeah. happens is, is, uh, Gomer Pyle continues to kind of fail and he's clumsy and he's not getting it. And then Arlie Army turns it around on the, the, the squad or the battalion. I don't know what they would call the, uh, the group, um, And every time Gomer Pyle messes up, they get punished and he doesn't. So they start to resent him. He's continuing to fail. They're exhausted. One night, they basically beat him with soap wrapped in towels. Uh, And that, I like that scene. Because even someone I was watching it with mentioned it. That it was like militaristic the way they all got out of their bunks yep. and went over and silently beat him. And that that one is where you really feel for him, I think. Especially because his boy, uh, like, uh, Joker was, like, man to, like,
3: help him and, like, help him along because he was struggling the whole time, like, doing every single obstacle. And he was, like, getting better. And then the one day he just fucked up and they beat him with the soap. And right. even Joker went in and started beating because
0: him. Because he had frustrations, though. Yeah. I mean you have to be frustrated even if you like the person it's just they continue messing up tensions are very high yeah Yeah. but i
1: love that scene not it's very sad it's so sad but the way it's orchestrated it looks straight up like it it's straight up theatrical. It yeah. had that almost musical vibe where everyone slinks out of bed and crawls. Right. You could tell that they probably ran that scene over and over and over yeah. again until people landed in the right spots in right. the right timing because it is a mm. stunning scene to watch them all get out of bed. And he
0: he uh, D'Onofrio acts it really well too like getting beat. It was pretty realistic. I mean, they're holding him down, they have something in his mouth, but the way he cries and screams afterwards too. Um So, yeah, essentially, he just keeps fucking up. Finally, when they start to fire the rifle and the gun becomes more of an integral part of the boot camp and the training, that's what he's good at. He's good at firing the weapon. It's almost Uh, like a
1: sharpshooter. Yeah,
0: so you think, oh, this is what he's going to be good at. This is his thing. Um, But I think it's too late at that point. He's pretty far gone. Yeah, he's already just out of it. Yeah. so, should we talk about the famous scene?
2: Well, even leading up to it, as he gets better with the rifle, he's his mind is pretty gone. He starts uh,
1: talking, to, talking
2: to his rifle uh, and not really speaking to other people anymore. And right. uh, Joker, the squad leader, is starting to get worried about his mental health and even mentions it to somebody else mm-hmm. as they
0: just scoff it off. And he doesn't Hollywood. even participate yeah. in like the chants. When they're doing drills, after he got beat up by the soap, he's he's super broken. He's just out of it. He
1: has like a progression where, like, um, he smirks in the beginning, and the drill officer forces him to like get like choke himself on his hand, and then he loses the smirk, and then he's forced to eat the jelly donut, and then he loses his like will, then he's beaten with the soap, and that's when he loses like his sanity and his humanity. So he goes from the beginning where he gets choked, he loses his like smile as happy, his like demeanor. Then he's t- forced to eat the jelly donut where he's humiliated, and he loses his faith kind of in other people. Then he gets beaten by the soap where he just loses his will and his sanity, and that's when he stops talking to anyone. Right, right. Mm.
0: Um, so then yeah. it gets up to – oh, go ahead, Smitty. No, it's, keep going. Keep going <laughs> that's on. Short, that's yeah. all true. So, yeah. then it, so then it gets to the day where they all – graduate and they're kind of placed into where they're going to go. Most of them go into infantry. One guy goes into engineering. Um, Joker Joker goes into journalism. And D'Onofrio, I think, is infantry 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 as well. Mm -hmm. So that's the last night that they're at boot camp and they're in the barracks, the bunks. They go to sleep.
1: I think that scene's really important when they call out the, what roles they're going to be in because Vincent D'Onofrio's called last. Mm-hmm. And he says, congratulations, you made it. Right. And right. I, it's one of those scenes where, like, that scared him more than anything was making it.
0: Right. Um, so then the, it comes probably, this is probably the f- most famous scene in the movie. Um, Joker's doing his rounds. I guess he has to stay up while everyone's sleeping and, and kind of just make the rounds at the night, keep watch. Um, and he goes into the head, into the bathroom, and Vincent Gomer Pyle is in there on the toilet with his rifle. Um, and he looks insane. Like, he looks so menacing. He's so far gone at this point. Um, and I guess he's loading the magazine, right?
2: Yeah, and he's ascribing the uh,
0: ammunition type to Joker. Mm-hmm. And that's where the title of the movie comes from. Full Metal Jacket is when all those rounds are in the magazine casing. Um, so he loads his gun. And obviously Joker's trying to be like, calm him down and and calm him down. And he's just...
1: Because he realizes the gravity of the situation that this that he is holding a gun full with live rounds.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and they're live rounds. And then Gomer Pyle gets up and starts doing the, this is my rifle, Chan. He's like... Yelling it, it wakes everyone up. Wakes the drill instructor up, and Arlie Ermy runs into the head, and you know, and then jo- uh, Private Joker tells him it's live rounds, and that's the first time you see he doesn't. You you see Arlie Ar- Ermy not yelling. He starts like talking to try to calm him down.
1: And then he immediately starts yelling, though. No. Yeah, yeah he keeps
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. insulting him again. Right. Uh, not he's, the best idea. Yeah, not the best move. <laughs> no, he's rubbing with someone with a,
1: salt into nope. the wound.
0: Yeah. So Gomer Pyle blows him away, shoots him right in the gut, kills him, and then he sits down on the toilet and kills himself. And it's like, I mean... It's unfortunate, but it's a really well shot scene. It's
1: very powerful. The
0: colors are good. They show it happening.
1: The colors are great. It's all washed out. It's all white and gray. Mm -hmm. Everything in it's white and gray. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: They're all wearing like white boxers, Mm -hmm. uh, gray tank top, Mm -hmm. full white bathroom with uh, silver. Mm -hmm. And then you can tell that the blood that they used for it was like extra red to make it even more striking when the blood is shown. So it's very, the contrast is very striking. Right.
0: Yeah. And then that's when Smitty stops watching the movie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yo. Yeah.
2: Honestly, wish I would have stopped too. Um, yeah. I kind of remember some stuff from the past, but uh, it didn't have,
0: the rest of it doesn't have an off reel. What's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I hear a you. a good point. And I mean, so I watched this movie a long time ago and I forgot the second half. I've watched the first half of this movie a lot. Yeah. Um, so i was curious to see why why don't i watch the second half so much and so essentially the second half is they go to vietnam and you see private joker where he is at that point he's a journalist and he has a cameraman with him and basically he's just reporting on the war um and then you see him he starts to get into action he sees private cowboy who is in his uh, boot camp as well And it basically, the second half is just to show you what, like, how dehumanized the soldiers are because they've.
1: I think it's also to show you the process of war, right? So, Mm. like, you go to camp, you um, can see what happens there where people can infiltrate, people get moved around. They have meetings, bureaucratic meetings, but they also have people that sleep in bunks that are the soldiers, and then he gets shipped out, and you actually see them crawl through war. Right. So, like, the stages of war and how deep it can get. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what it shows, because it ends at, like, probably the height of what can happen, mm-hmm. yeah. which is the like, bombing and fire and... Mm-hmm.
2: It shows uh, the, the big things, that dehumanization that you experience when you go through all of that. Right. right.
1: But it also... Yeah, it also shows you, though, like, every kind of step that can happen in War too. Yeah. Not even right. just the... How it makes you into, a, like, a robot and brainwash and... Mm-hmm can also just remove your humanity but it also shows you every element because they do they have so there's a scene where there's like a they dug a grave and there's 20 bodies of um, vietnamese but at that place there is soldiers joker who is the reporter and then they have some like bureaucratic people standing in suits Mm -hmm. like standing at the site so Mm -hmm. it's like both the contrast of how it's a war but it's also political in the sense it shows you the um corporate side and the propaganda mm-hmm. side as well yeah. as the
0: Well Vietnam was too famously like a lot of people thought it was just
1: Exactly for money.
0: Yeah. And money I mean a lot of wars are like yeah. greed driven. But but yeah, yeah. So the second half is it's slow too. It's definitely yeah. slow. Yeah, I definitely. know you probably like had a it probably
3: like uh well, in the second half, like they just like fast forwarded. Like, I don't know how far, but you could tell, like, they were very, like, situated and yeah. like comfortable Comfortable and, yeah. and doing like yeah. their weekly, like,
0: reports, their like, mm-hmm. for their mm-hmm. I think journalists a year after stuff. the events
3: of the yeah, bouquet.
0: yeah, yeah, that sounds right, too, especially
1: because they were like Joker and his buddy or whatever, <laughs> Rafter Man, <laughs> Rafter Man were itching to like do something new, right?
0: Right, that damn name to Ra- Yo, I Rafter have Rafter no man. idea, they I never say never the origin. I don't know. I was like is it some sort of photographer cuz he's the photographer? Is it some sort of photographer reference? I don't, I don't know. know. But, but the, it wants a Kubers grave with him probably. But
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they definitely like it shows how they're like lying about like they're like the journalists that are like right. on the scene lying about what actually happened and like yeah. if someone got killed and like And Joker all this could, stuff. he
0: shows frustration with that with like the head editor who's telling him to how to report. Um, he shows r- frustration like the editor's like, you saw someone get killed. And he's like, I didn't see it. He's like, but yeah, you probability says you someone died. And he's like, I but I didn't see it. Yeah. So there's that. You're right. And, and then the pin, and the pin. Joker wear, famously wears that uh, peace sign, but then his helmet in War says "Born to Kill." Mm. Yeah, um, and, and
1: has a target on one side.
0: Right. Um, so yeah, then they see action, and you meet a couple more people. You meet Animal Mother. <laughs> 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 great name who is that guy has the thousand yards there that they talk about when you're in war for a while and you're just kind of dehumanized that guy just
1: he's crazy is looking. insane the, the
0: mother of animals yeah the way he's wearing like <laughs> a million what are those of called? those like the They're belt of bullets like because like, he is the, like Rambo I think that's the official name <laughs> The belt of he
1: he's the only one that has like a machine gun too it's crazy mm-hmm.
3: yeah he looks cool. He does look. Cool. He does He's look crazy, cool. but he looks. He's cool. crazy.
1: Honestly, surprised that he was a blonde when he took his helmet off. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: It was a big surprise. What were you expecting? For me. Red yeah. 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 What yeah. color are his rat. eyebrows? I. You can't really see him that well with the helmet on. Huh? So when he pulled his helmet off, I was like, "He's a blonde."
0: Did you see his pubes? Nope. <laughs> and he also on Great his helmet. <laughs> on his helmet, it says, "I am become death," which. Uh, what is that from? Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer said well, that he quoted his, it. From, yeah, uh, I forget what. writing, yeah, I don't the writing, But Oppenheimer said that after they tested or after the actual first atomic bomb. Um, but uh, yeah,
1: I, I like all the stuff they kept in their helmets. It was really interesting. Someone had like glue in their helmets. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The photographers had the canisters of film, cigarettes, cigarettes, <laughs> pictures.
0: I do have to say the one thing I like more about the second half than the first half is the way it looks. Me too. Like some of the shots are
1: crazy
0: good, especially when it's like there's so much shit going on. The way he frames it is awesome.
1: And um, you could tell some of them are sets he designed too, and they're just these like...
2: Second sp- half's all filmed in England.
0: Yeah, that's... So when we were watching the movie, somebody's like, I where did, is this yeah. filmed? And it's all in England. They it's brought crazy. like palm trees... in for it and uh they really made it look like you could tell though
1: that it was also set because of how well orchestrated it was like Mm -hmm. everything was like put in a specific place
0: especially when they're well yeah when they're fighting in the streets as well Mm -hmm. it looks very set piece but it's still awesome oh it's
1: awesome uh,
2: the designers made it like apparently made it look a lot like uh hugh is it Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah they designed that to look just like it which is crazy but apparently a lot of that was because Kubrick... Uh, I guess, well, first of all, you can't just go to a city like Hugh and just expect to film the way you want. Right. right. <laughs> Plus, yeah. he uh, he has a um, fear of flying and tried not to leave the country. Oh, interesting. Whoa, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. Wow. Um,
2: so,
3: yeah. What were you going to say, Bailey? <laughs> I was going to say there was a lot of fires. <laughs> <A> lot. <laughs> there is a lot of fires. There, like i feel like almost like an
0: unnecessary amount of fires like... and so many broken down cars <laughs> yeah you know
1: what it reminded me of if you gone to disney world the indiana jones stage show yeah where the fires just like appear out of nowhere yeah, it looked like um, it was
3: hit
2: but with like a well they used those actually to hide um england in the back Oh. Um, so, where the set ended, they tried to light a fire so there was smoke, so you couldn't see if there was like a different city in the back or like a different landscape oh, that didn't make very sense That's cool. Oh, wow. Damn. Oh, wow. Were you on the set for the <laughs> yeah, film? Yeah, were you
0: ever? there? Yes. <laughs> were you there? Cool. So, yeah, so you, you see a lot of scenes of war and, and fighting. Um, and then it's kind of the, the climax, the, well, not the climax of the movie, but the end of the movie is a scene where a sniper is in a building kind of picking them off one by one. And their two leaders have died before this. So they're kind of being led by someone who wasn't expecting to lead them. And they don't... There's like animal mothers not following the rules. Mm -hmm. They're kind of scattering. They just have to kill this sniper. um, And then they finally get to the sniper and kill her it's a oh, little girl yep doing it mm-hmm. and but she doesn't die completely
1: she's praying which is crazy yeah so
0: she's shot but she's not dead and then you're at the scene where they're all around her and they you know animal mother surprisingly wants to just leave her there well, which i didn't understand that you would think out of everybody he's the most vicious no, because he hasn't well, lost
1: a, it all because no one wants to kill a child
3: i feel like he almost wanted to do it just so she would be tortured more? and uh. suffered, and then like everyone else was like, "Well, we can't do that. We have to like." She's struggling. Like
1: it's right. a little
0: girl. Let's end it quick. That's But true. no
1: one wanted to do it because no one wanted to be the person that killed the little yeah. girl.
0: So then, Private Joker does it, and yep. uh, and essentially that's the end of the movie. The end of the movie. Yeah. The
1: end end of the movie is probably one of my favorite parts. Is when they're like, "You ready to keep moving?" And they said, Yep, and they're walking through this like field and it's all on fire and they're singing the Mickey Mouse song or whatever it is. Right. And I thought that was so powerful that they're singing this very American capitalist based song mm-hmm. across this landscape that's mm-hmm. on fire in another country.
0: Mm-hmm. And a lot of the songs in the movie are very American. Very well, very American, but then they just like don't fit really like the tone but they do a good job of it like wooly bully that one um it's kind of like how tarantino does that uh it's like a song you would never think would fit but it fits perfectly kind of
1: yeah Um. there's one part though that we were talking about pretty much all night last night when there's like, it's the first time you go to Vietnam and you see them hanging out in the city and that guy steals the camera.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And it's like the most stereotypical thing I've ever seen where he just all of a sudden steals the camera, stands in front of a motorcycle, pivots around and then does like crazy stereotypical karate moves and then hops on a bike.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's the same. We see prostitution scenes as well. Um, and the miso horny, Hor- <laughs> Me
1: so horny, and uh, mm-hmm. me love
0: you long
2: time. Yeah, that, that movie really uh, had some good lines like that that became super famous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, put into rap songs and stuff like that.
1: Pretty crazy.
0: Um, so <laughs> the rap songs is there funny. is there. I forget. There's a there's a famous one where they like sample that a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, two chain crew, Two, two,
1: two,
2: two something
0: crew. <laughs> Two Dope Crew? I don't
2: know. So they're the <laughs> ones that... Two Dope
1: that, Queens. I don't remember. <laughs> two Broke um, Girls? So one thing
0: I didn't know uh, was this movie is based on a novel called The Short Timers by Gustav Hosford. Can't read my own handwriting. Huh, <laughs> but Gustav. I actually, I didn't know oh, this Gustav. was a... Uh, I didn't know this was a book. Yeah. Me didn't either. <laughs> this, didn't this one
1: Best Adapted Screenplay? Screenplay,
0: right. So that's when I looked it up when I saw that and I was like, oh shit, okay. Um... And on Rotten Tomatoes, it's rated a 93%. (laughs) Yeah. Which is (laughs) pretty damn good. Um, Just comparatively, like when we do these best rated movies, usually some of the best rated ones are not even like high Mm. 80s maybe. Mm -hmm. So 93. And I think it's fair. Um, I could give my rating, initial rating. And now talking about it, I actually might bump it up. So initially I gave it an 8 out of 10 and I want to give it an 8.5 now talking about it. Because I did like the second half more than I thought I did. Um, I thought it was a little slow, but it's kind of war. Like, he does a good job of capturing everything. The way boot camp is regimented. Then the way at war, I'm sure they think sometimes, like, why are we here? They get bored and reckless. And then all of a sudden, they're just put into action. The true beginning and,
1: and end of war.
0: Exactly. Um, what would you rate it, Bill? Um I really liked the first
3: half a lot, um, where they just focused on like Piles' character, and hit the way he just went crazy and stuff. And I mean, I never saw it before, so I didn't know it was going to be like literally two different movies, right. which I didn't really love because I feel like in the first half I didn't get enough of those other guys right. to care about them like mm-hmm. off at war. Yeah, I like I didn't get that. invested in them, so I wasn't. I don't know, invested in the characters that much, so I gave it a
0: six point five. Nice. So you're right though, they really invest in Gomer Pyle. Yeah. And then boom, he's gone. Yeah.
1: So I totally get that. I felt the same way where we love this character. Um, and then he's just gone. Mm-hmm. And then we get shipped out to a not only a new setting, but almost like a new group of people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but I gave it a 7.5 originally. I I keep it maybe bump it up to an 8 maybe. Not sure but 7.5. Uh,
2: first half, uh, def- I would give it like a 9 just because of how thought out and well done it all is. Mm. Not that I enjoy watching it a super amount just because uh it's pretty heavy. Yeah. But it's it's really really well done. Yeah. Uh so I'll, I'll give it a 9. The second half, I I don't remember. <laughs> Nice, yo. Nice. It, that's how.
3: That's kind of like where I was. Like watching the first half, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah, this is awesome. And yeah. then I just kind of fell off.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how, like, comparatively, how much happens in the second half and how little happens in the first half. Yeah. But how much more you remember the first half over the second half? I also yeah.
0: want to say. So this is episode twenty-four. So essentially, we've, re- after this, we'll review forty-eight movies. Uh-huh. Um, this is like the first one where. Our film friend dies in the middle of a movie. Yeah. Now I know that doesn't happen that often, like where a main character dies. Uh, it's we kind also of a rare avoided thing. it. What's that?
1: We avoided. Didn't was wasn't there a movie where we didn't pick it because it died? Right, but I would s-
0: I would say he's one of the main characters oh, of yeah. the movie. We yeah. try to pick always them yeah. being That's a main true. character, and he's dead. It's so. one of his top billings. So yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. That's true. that was what I found interesting was because Jordan kept saying to me. There's a moment in this movie that's very controversial, and I was waiting for it, and I was so shocked when it was the death of Vincent D'Onofrio, especially because I saw in the billing how high he was.
3: Yeah, and it's not that the—I liked every—I liked, like, how it was filmed and, like, everything else about it. It's just the characters. Right. I agree. It
1: feels—it's also slow. This is not a movie you can just be like, you know what I'm going to throw on today? full metal jacket yeah
0: yeah there I, isn't
2: a kubrick film out yeah. there that <laughs> yeah that's a good pace yeah
0: although the shining i could throw that baby on yeah that's more that doable i was gonna say though this he had like a seven year hiatus seven like, year inch till he made this movie and then he didn't make a movie for another like 12 12 you 13 until years eyes wide shut, eyes wide yeah. shut right so then he died that year, I think.
2: Yeah, did he? Yeah, it was, I was, it was 99. I think he died in 99.
0: Wow, yeah, interesting. Do you know he... how he died?
2: Uh, probably a heart attack. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no if I knows. had to pick something,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, heart
1: attack. Ga, 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 ga.
0: So we're between movies right now. Yeah, while well, we're almost <laughs> in between,
3: well, oh, we're not between them yet. Okay, <laughs> no, whoa. Um, whoa. I feel it. We we talked about doing something shouting out uh, someone that was on the set
0: shout out someone who's very important on the set
3: yeah and me and jordan noticed this while watching credits for movies in the past we would always try to look for this um job i guess that the they had on the film it was the uh the best boy grit we don't know why <laughs> we were so attracted to that title
2: i can figure out (laughs) because they're the best boy
3: yeah but we don't really understand what they do but we just think hey that guy deserves some credit when he hasn't um had any credit in the and let
0: it be known we're not talking about the best boy electric we're talking about the best boy grip
3: (laughs) that's true um so in doing my research for full metal jacket i couldn't find a best boy grip but i found the best boy electric oh, no. <laughs> and that person is derek gross. gross gross g-r-o-s-s
0: so maybe derek gross was in charge of the electricals and uh also, I think the grip is the lighting. Yeah, he was a best boy nonetheless.
1: Maybe he had a different title when this movie came out.
0: Yeah,
2: I, don't I thought a grip. Well, don't they just kind of do everything? They're just a utility player. I
1: think
0: lighting and rigging.
2: <laughs> that's what it says here. <laughs> but
3: yeah, anyway,
0: well, yeah. Shout out Derek Rose. Yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it. <laughs> and that's been our best boy grip segment. Of,
1: full Metal Jacket
0: yeah um so now we are officially between movies yes. how are you guys feeling how are you feeling smitty good feeling good yeah yeah i think i have the same pants that you have I'm just brown pants
1: <laughs> he just bought brown pants I just yesterday brown most people
0: own a pair of brown <laughs> pants jordan now Yo,
1: has a pair
2: i don't have a pair
1: i also don't have a pair
2: interesting
0: 50 percent of people own brown pants
1: <laughs> statistically in this room
0: speaking of pants Oh fuck. It's getting pretty hot in here. And when it's hot, I usually want to take my pants off. It's getting steamy. Is it getting steamy? Smitty, are you are you hot in here? Yeah. Can I say something? <laughs> I fucked up and
3: said the wrong person. <laughs> I want to do Derek foot. Rose justice. He was the best boy grip on the f- next movie that we did. Uh, <laughs> well, now it's cold in here. I'll put my pants back on. Jeez. I'm going to
1: put a second pair of pants on.
3: But uh, Mark Ellis is probably the closest thing to the best boy grip for
2: uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I'm going to do an unshout out to Derek Gross. Yeah, <laughs> Because anyone that worked in the movie Chlorine sucks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's unshout out Derek Gross. Take it back and shout out Mark Ellis because he's maybe a part of that. Group. There wasn't to... a best boy on set. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is the
0: worst segment in the world.
1: I have to say something, Bailey. I love your bravery.
0: Uh, oh, you're so in, in com- brave. And
1: coming back and relaying that information, and... I
0: just couldn't. Well, you do knew that. people would be hitting us up yeah. via email. Just oh, like man. Derek Gross. Yeah <laughs> yeah. More like Mark Ellis <laughs> Mark Ellis is my uncle You piece of shit
3: He's not even the best boy <laughs> Anyways
0: yeah, get, the best wow. boy Let's get to our film friends uh, oh, Shit Dating history Slash Sex life Oh wow Cue the music We don't do any editing
4: None
0: that's a live band you hear right there. All right, Bailey, so, hit us with. it. Okay, well, I'm gonna redeem myself
3: because this is, uh, this is good. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio has a couple past relationships, one of which in 1995
1: he dated Cameron Diaz. Ow! Ow!
3: Ooh! Pretty hot, huh? <laughs> Was that before or after the mask? Um, before, I guess.
1: What year is it? Know.
3: It's definitely around, around that peak, time. Pete yeah. Cameron.
0: Peak Diaz. That movie will yeah.
3: decide whether it's a good move on his part or not. Right, right. Um Yeah, so we we'll, we're on it. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, shortly after nineteen ninety six, he married his current wife, uh Karen Vanderdonk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's like a model.
3: Oh,
1: really? Yeah. She was she, a model. Is she yeah. like
0: a model or has she modeled? <laughs> she was a model and now she's like a model.
1: So the mask, 1994.
3: Oh, oh that peak After DS. the mask. Yo, that's like something
0: about Mary Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would we say yeah. that, that uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is a sex symbol? No.
1: <laughs> I have to say. They're
0: definitely not.
1: I know we don't talk about TV, but his role in Daredevil, Amazing.
3: pretty sexy. He really is. Oh, it's sexy? sexy.
1: His bald head in that movie As or Wilson that show. Fisk.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's a scary, scary man. But in yeah. like a
1: way that's like, ooh, that's kind of hot. He's
2: just so powerful. Yeah. Just
3: I have notes. a question
0: for you then. Who would you rather, <laughs> bald Vincent D'Onofrio or bald Timothy Oliphant in Hitman?
1: <laughs> ooh, that's a good question.
3: A, oh, wait, are we asking Kate? Oh yes, yeah. Kate. Okay. Just Kate.
1: That's a really that's a toss up. I don't know. I kind you're- of feel like I would do bald Vincent D'Onofrio.
3: Do you want wow, Jordan to shave his head? Is no. that what you've been hinting at?
1: No. That's I weird because
0: love- we're just friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're we're just friends. Well, what I
3: meant is, do you want all of us to shave our heads?
1: <laughs> no, I, I I mean Tyler has there. Me. <laughs> Tyler's pretty much there. Um, I think when you're guys when you guys are ready, you can.
0: Okay. I'll yeah, wait I'm for not ready, I'm ready yet, but I will be one day. I
1: appreciate all of the hair that you guys have.
0: Do you?
3: Would you rather someone like, <laughs> as they age, if they are balding,
2: for them just to shave their head, or
3: do I you guess prefer, it depends like, on
1: how they're balding.
2: Well, you don't want to do the come over. Uh, you're not fooling a single person. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But
1: also, I think it depends on how you're balding as well.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Now going back to Vincent D'Onofrio's like history of in relationships and sex life and stuff. He was I saw a quote where like people were saying he was divorced from his wife and he he like had an affair with one of his first wives as well or not wife but like serious girlfriend. There was affair rumors and things like that. So yeah, he gets it in.
1: I mean,
3: <laughs> yeah, he definitely gets it in. I feel like nineties D'Onofrio was
1: definitely oh, oh, yeah. promiscuous. But I prefer without the hair, not gonna lie.
0: And Kate, I wanna I wanna ask you something. So after Full Metal Jacket, his next movie was Inve- Adventures in Babysitting.
1: Oh, that movie's great.
0: And he lost like the seventy pounds that he gained and he is the guy who owns the garage?
1: Yeah, I was trying to think. I remember that scene because they spent a lot of time in the garage in that movie. Mm-hmm. But I can't recall him. I haven't done in he wears, like, movies. the blonde
0: wig. And he yeah. supposedly looks really sexy in that. In that. That's a I good movie. I need to rewatch Bond it. Wig? yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Um, it's been a long time. The only thing I remember about that movie is when the kid gets stabbed in the foot and goes to the doctor. And the dentist keeps going, one stitch. They're so <laughs> like, that's it? One stitch? He's like, just one stitch?
3: <laughs> and, one stitch is so embarrassing. Yeah. I feel like to go to the doctor. It's also
1: stuff. just a chase movie. Yeah. So I just remember like them going through the streets, and I remember them being in the garage, but they spent a lot of time above it, so like in the rafters and like on I don't know. I
2: don't remember any of that.
3: Um, oh,
1: okay.
2: Well, that could be back lying to,
4: for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: could be. <laughs> to the dating uh, segment, um, D'Onofrio and Cameron Diaz were in a movie called Feeling Minnesota in nineteen ninety six. That's where they met. Um, do you think
1: they felt Minnesota?
3: Yeah, it's weird that it happens a lot. Where like on-screen relationships,
2: it so often. Just happen off-screen. They, the they bloom, but wouldn't that be the greatest acting? They convinced themselves they were in love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. that's that's true.
0: true. Speaking of being <laughs> in love or maybe not being in love, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's move to the next movie. I'd rather not.
1: Honestly, one of the worst of movies crap. we've seen Damn. so far. Yo.
3: I hardly took any notes because I didn't give. I a took a bunch. bunch. Yo, I
0: took a bunch of notes. For Yo, this c- it was
3: hard to even. I didn't want to
0: even watch
3: it. That's why I. I like. I've
0: learned the lesson doing this over and over every week. Definitely take notes of the bad movie Cause yeah. because it's so, hard, it's to so track. hard to kind of track. Um, and I didn't take any notes for Full Metal Jacket, but but the Same. next movie. Um, which is chlorine, the 2014 masterpiece, uh, rated an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. 8%. <laughs> yeah. Um, it got a generous
2: 4.3 on IMDb. Yeah. That is, that's wow, very that's generous. Wow, that's super generous. <laughs> right?
0: It really um, is. Well, actually.
1: It's generous. It? So we, <laughs> we'll watched, it. we watched the trailer before we watched the movie. Mm-hmm. And it straight up just looked like it was this, like a sitcom.
2: Well, yeah, it's the cameras like they couldn't afford a good camera. Oh, they tried straight. to do yeah. the Friday Night Lights kind of filming, but none of the actors were good. Or yeah. The, yeah. the lines weren't good, so it wasn't convincing um, at all. Oh, it the dialogue horrible. was
1: horrible, and some a lot of the scenes were out of focus.
0: <laughs> yeah, yo, there were scenes where the <laughs> main person out on screen was out of focus. Yeah, and I don't think that was intentional. They just didn't no, have a budget to yeah. go back and do it again. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And it does. The,
0: I will say it again these shitty movies do one thing that i see every time is like they try to introduce so many threads so quickly there's no in the character of the development movie. it's so disjointed this movie is probably the best example of that oh it was the
2: yeah <laughs> as we get down the line i want to get into like
0: that. the first 10 minutes it, you we meet are introduced every to character literally 30 yeah. characters well, it just, it,
2: in the beginning the very first shot is a close-up of a face doing coke yeah yes and like that's gonna be a huge part of the movie right that's not it's like a very back end thing it, yeah it's not it's to open a movie with it you would expect it to have a huge role mm-hmm. it doesn't the person doing coke
0: doesn't even really matter and, and
1: mm-hmm. doesn't it go right from there to the swimming pool
0: yeah <laughs> well it goes to a william s burroughs quote which is actually pretty cool like it's talking about how America, you know, has always been evil, even before the pilgrims, before Native Americans. Uh, evil has always been there. I, I guess that was a nod to the Native American or like just yeah. the evil way. But no of one in it. this movie is even evil. Yeah. Just, there's people yeah. that are assholes. Yeah. But they're exactly. not evil. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I like, I, I feel
3: like I used to like movies like starting out with a quote. I was like, oh. And then you like think about it like the kind of like the whole time, like yeah. what's tying it's into like the a quote. Theme. Yeah. But I feel like at this point it, this movie ruined quote it quotes in the beginning of yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> and I also this
1: quote represented something that this movie did a lot which was this whoever wrote this script was like oh I love that line where am I gonna put it right and they never so, fit in the scene they were just like oh this line yeah. sounds cool let me squeeze it in somewhere let's put it
0: after the close up of the guy snorting cocaine <laughs> yeah exactly it needs yeah. to go
1: somewhere let's find a spot for it it might not make sense with the last line that was said in this scene but it sounds fucking cool um, there was a lot. Of, oh my gosh, the editing choices. Um, the, so was this post? This was definitely post Juno, right? Uh, yeah,
0: 2013, 2014. This felt
1: like it wanted to be Juno, but the line delivery was so
2: <laughs> really
1: bad. Did
2: I watch the right movie? Yeah, they none of the acting was good. I have no. that in multiple places. And I even don't the lines—that's not what real people say. Yeah, yeah. Like, the way it was just forced.
0: I am not there with you, Kate, with the Juno. Because the Juno the, thing. the
1: fact that it's like this girl who's sassy, and this boy who's like nerdy and like doesn't talk to girls. Uh, but that's like, like barely a part
2: of it. Yeah, it's like another. Where they they opened another thread where they didn't even do anything with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let so, me let me read this in a little summary of it real quick. <laughs> uh, this movie revolves around a family struggling to maintain their well-to-do lifestyle and their overly materialistic New England community. Kyra Sedgwick plays the matriarch Kira Kira. Sedgwick uh, plays the matriarch who is more interested in appearances than for caring or showing affection toward her husband played by VD and pushes him into a bad (laughs) no do not do that again pushes him into a bad real estate deal
1: that's not enough information yeah not
0: enough but like no. there's too much the going main, on that's the main so the they right. main that,
2: then, uh, like throughout the movie they kind of make it seem like it's like I can see the director just being really drunk or like high or something with his friends be like yeah ostensibly mm-hmm. it's about this bad real estate deal but like underneath it's about the character studies of this yeah, family exactly. but they don't even <laughs> explore the people like they go yeah. into these stories that branch out and they don't they don't even matter for the main storyline the main plot and they don't explore them they don't really wrap up well uh the the
0: guy had no idea what he was doing with it it's really a poor i know we don't talk about tv but it's a poor man's red oaks
3: (laughs) yo red oaks is good yeah Yeah, that is good (laughs) i like that show yeah i love red Oaks. wish i would
0: have watched a few episodes of that rather than this movie yeah this
1: movie
3: was rough it's all based around like a country club and like a guy trying to like
0: be as rich as his friends right. and like like he was pretty content with yeah. his life and how much money he made but like his wife is going through a crisis she owns a mo- she always wanted to ride motorcycles so she owns a motorbike all of a sudden and she's going through some shit she's trying to keep up with the other housewives at the club and she kind of pressures him into like hey we need to make more money and mm-hmm. that kind of gets the main well, she, thread go well she also has never worked but it's
1: it's crazy to me though for someone who's so obsessed with her appearance with the other country club ladies that she would be really into motorcycles
2: yeah i thought that was off too
1: and the fact that after she like rides it and like hurts herself on it it's never broached again it's like barely talked about she mentioned
0: something about her childhood like she wanted to always race but her brother or sister Mother or father, like, held her back or something. But you're right, it didn't... It
1: doesn't make any sense to the plot.
0: Yeah, and what's crazy is, like, it came as a shock to him, so
2: it was something she's always wanted to do, but apparently has never told her husband before.
1: (laughs) Exactly. They
0: obviously don't have a solid relationship. It's one of those things, probably through the years, they've grown apart Oh, they put
1: it in... The exposition of their their, uh, marriage was thrown right in there, just lobbed in there, about how the... You once met this girl
0: oh, at the yeah. country
1: club, who you thought was the prettiest girl at the bar, and yeah. right? it was like She's drunk her off away. tequila. Yeah. and
0: he even says, "Why are you talking in third person?"
2: <laughs> even the te- like the tequila stuff is weird because like she keeps like openly drinking, but drinking those like little like
1: airplane bottles. Yeah. 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 So if someone's
2: an alcoholic, <laughs> yeah. they use those little bottles to hide the fact that they're drinking. But she just keeps pouring them into shot glasses in front of her family. Like I think if you buy a bunch of those it's more expensive than just getting a a larger bottle of tequila. That doesn't even make sense. Why was that written that way? And why was she just pouring them in shot glasses and drinking them? It was
1: probably written that way because they probably were given those or stolen from somewhere and was like, This is this we don't we could save on the budget of I couldn't find any
2: budget stuff. Like I wanna know Yeah, there's
0: no budget stuff. There was no trivia on IMDb about it. Nothing. No one cared. We are the only four people to watch this movie in the past <laughs> 3 years. Yo, I think you're right. Yeah. I
1: need to find this. Yo,
0: this might be, the way you guys are talking about it. Might be a hot take, but I think our film friend Vincent D'Onofrio didn't do that bad of a job with what he was given.
2: He he he, he had a pile of crap that he molded into a ball and right. did something with it. <laughs> and polished threw it, it at the camera. <laughs> yeah,
0: it,
1: the acting was so bad in this movie that Vincent D'Onofrio felt like he was in a different movie.
0: Right. He did seem like a real person though to me. Like out of all yeah, of them, he wasn't a caricature. He was more like. Oh, I get that guy's struggle. I kind of see. So
1: on Letterboxd, thirty-seven people have watched it, and one of those people (laughs) is me.
0: (laughs) Shout out Letterboxd. Yeah, I don't
2: know what that is. Great app.
0: You should get it. Well, you're at the right place. It's a it's a a A movie movie. app. It's like a movie diary. Yeah. Yeah. You could could track your movies. It's like Goodreads for movies, but better. You see what
3: all your friends watch. See what all your friends rate the
0: movies. I'll check that out. Right, cool. we're trying hard to get a letterboxd uh, sponsorship, sponsorship. So. Yeah. but we actually but we truly use it love a lot. it yeah yeah
1: uh, love uh, to review movies on there but like,
3: what's gonna happen once we get a lot of they're just i don't
0: know i don't see yeah we'll just game. hit them up and say hey we're just plugging your app every episode yeah. and they'll be like cool yeah <laughs> um, that's literally exactly they won't even respond
1: i have to talk about my favorite part in this movie is when vincent d'onofrio sits on the bench at the beginning
0: That's your favorite part of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, this movie's my favorite part was when
3: the girl. um, Oh, there's so many different people. I don't even know who these two people were. Um, There was like the tennis coach was like another was like his friend, right? Had sex with like this like 16 year old girl, (laughs) and she lied so that she could so that he could give her money so she could buy a piece of oh, jewelry, jewelry. Yeah. which also that <laughs>
2: had nothing to do with the storyline not yeah. at all like nothing. It was nothing changed about the movie by having that scene
3: not and at all
1: when she ran back down the stairs she was trying so hard not to break the fourth wall she was like smirking and yeah. staring off to the side to try not to look directly in the it camera had nothing to do with the movie so at if all. i have it's to there. if i
0: have to find one theme that every character every thread is going through it's like deception Like, everyone is trying to deceive someone else. To make money. To make money. Ah, Wow. Well, if you look at it like that, that
3: that storyline makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Back to my favorite bench scene.
0: I need to hear this because I don't remember the bench scene. I don't remember I don't remember the the bench scene. I watched this
2: yesterday. I don't remember the bench (laughs)
0: scene.
1: So he's done his day of work where he finds he's not getting the promotion. And he sits down on this bench with his briefcase. And it's clearly a two-seater bench. And he's taken over almost the entire thing. It looked <laughs> like it was just like a chair because he's such a big person. And I thought it was an interesting scene because he was supposed to... F- this was the most interesting because he was supposed to feel small in that scene. And he's on this <laughs> bench where he looks like massive. And I'm like, oh, he kind of looks like a sad clown. And then yeah. that was my favorite part.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. I have a note here that uh, finding
2: meaning in something that wasn't there—they
3: didn't intend
0: that at all. I, I
1: gave that to them. Yeah. You can have it. I have Sorry. a note
0: with an asterisk here. A lot of cocaine in this movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, there was, there was a, a, yeah. there's when it so
2: so doesn't really cocaine. even tie into. I guess it, it helps where the t- the tennis coach. That's how he made his money to give yeah. to D'Onofrio to eventually just steal. But it's like it didn't matter. Like they they really put a lot into it for it not to, like it didn't. It could have been anyone buying it, not even the main characters, because that didn't matter for the main characters doing it.
0: Smitty, I, I, I know you're in this industry, so I'm glad you watched this movie. Could the, what Vincent D'Onofrio did there take his money and then just. Could that happen as easily as it did? Like, didn't that guy ask for any documentation? Right. Like, <laughs> if, if
2: there's actual paperwork, that should be impossible. Because even if Didafrio stole it, then it'd be insured by the FDIC. Yeah. So, like, the guy would just get the money back immediately.
0: It was more like a handshake, and like, I trust you with two hundred. Yeah. it literally just dollars. gave him. A, yeah.
2: So even like, the, like I, I wrote down just even all the conversations, and that the writer didn't bother Wiki, even Wikipediaing anything about investing before writing this. Yeah. Because if you deposit more than $10,000 into a bank ever, it gets reported to the federal government and the IRS looks at where the money came from. And even the Patriot Act wants to trace where the money came from to make sure it comes from a legitimate source. So just handing this person two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> in cash in cash that you that like was drug money that you didn't launder or anything and give it to you, you got to put into a bank you will immediately get audited and then finally arrested by the FBI yeah yep because there's no way for them to show where you legitimately got all this money what do you or mean? that you paid taxes on any of it
1: they did a good spit in the hand handshake right yeah
2: <laughs> yeah so that whole that whole thing was just insane and even like um, earlier on. Uh, D'Onofrio's boss is telling about he's like you're not bringing deposits into the bank and then he stands there for like a minute and literally describes D'Onofrio's like job
0: oh right right which is right, like yeah. the
2: laziest way to have exposition because it's oh, just for yeah. the viewer like oh yeah. so that's what he does that's how it works it's if like, you have yeah. to explain telling, something came to the
1: viewer it's not good
2: no it was literally just administrative. of him saying so your job is this oh okay and then he says that he's been doing it for
0: what 15 years he's I like, think he's this, probably know that yeah. this movie fails pretty hard in that the scenes are so quick and short too like and they, manic feeling yeah they're manic and they're just back to back to back to back and it's from one character to the other to the other like i don't even want to go through all the characters because it's no, I don't too, even watch it too oh, many man. there's so many but mm-hmm. let, let me ask let me pose you this
1: pose you this
0: yeah pose us this. <laughs> um who is your favorite character if you had to pick one Who's your favorite character in oh, this movie? Vincent. My favorite
3: color is the... Favorite the color? color? <laughs> well, first favorite of all, <laughs> what's your favorite color? <laughs> Orange. <laughs> Secondly, my favorite character is the brother.
1: The brother's Who great. burns
3: yep. down the, the house. Who also, oh, uh, the his building.
2: character wasn't necessary
1: not, to
3: have no. at all. Oh, no. Not but at all. I thought his
2: character was but cool. But I liked
0: his yeah. character. I agree. Yeah. My
1: favorite color is seafoam green, (laughs) and I think Vincent D'Onofrio was my favorite character. Oh,
0: nice, nice.
1: Or the tennis coach, because he kind of actually felt realistic.
0: I hated the tennis coach. I hated him him him.
1: too, but I mean, as a character, he was like. He didn't think twice. That, I, that was, like, believable, because that's what his character was supposed that to girl.
0: be. He lost oh. me when he was being a pervert, coaching Oh, he that was girl. such
1: a pervert. And, like, I didn't, whispering
0: to himself. <laughs> I
1: didn't like him. I didn't root for him. But I think <laughs> as, like, a character, he was more convincing yeah, than the other yeah, ones. I would
0: say that.
2: And he was just weird because he, like, they had, introduce him as being this really weird, creepy guy that just mutters sexual stuff to himself about teenagers. But then they <laughs> they they want you to feel bad for him later. Right, when yeah. he loses his money like, in I, that deal we yeah, just like, Why up am him. I supposed to sympathize with this
0: character? He's literally yeah. a creep.
1: And he gets mad at the girl for getting pregnant. I do like yeah. when
0: he fights Vincent D'Onofrio That's probably what I'm in thinking the about front yard. They, they, they like, wrestle. That. that was kind of funny. That was I
2: kind of that. funny, but they, that was more of just, like, the actors than the actual... Well, that's Writing what I Writing of the mean. story. Yeah. what has been
0: your favorite color and your favorite character. In this- color <laughs> is
2: blue. Character, none. Oh, Didn't like
0: any of those goddamn characters. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah.
1: Jordan, what was your favorite color and your favorite actor? Uh,
0: my favorite color is forest Green. And uh, my favorite actor is Forest Whitaker.
1: He's not in this. No, <laughs> oh, Just it. kidding.
0: Um, I think huh. probably my favorite character is the brother. Yeah. Um, I like the brother. He's like the existential. He reminds me of Paul Dano in Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, this is like yeah. a
1: movie that was definitely trying to be all like pivotal indie movies in right, one right. movie. Yeah,
0: Yo, yeah, The the way it was shot on whatever camera, digital Ugh. film, I don't even know, Awful. took me out of it. It oh. looked like it was washed in chlorine. Yeah. Like it, yeah.
2: <laughs> it looked bad. 2013. What what um what model of the iPhone was out in 2013? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used. To, yeah, true. And like the whole like, okay, so it's a
3: movie about them everyone gets burned in this, this investment, investment scheme, deal. Yeah. Like each character gets burned, but like also there's just a person pouring chlorine into the pool yeah, and so they're like, that's the title we're going to go. So with." So I was
0: trying to find the, he's the, not
1: even measuring it. He's literally just pouring, it. but in he the knows
0: bottle. he's doing something bad. Cause when he goes to pour it in, he like looks around. I think I was trying to find, I was like, wh- why did they name this chlorine? Yeah. Why? And I think it goes back to the, maybe the deception thing like one person knows they're doing something wrong and they're gonna set something in motion like this guy who's doing this investment scheme knows it's wrong and he's tricking all these people i guess this guy's like wreaking a little havoc pouring chlorine well, isn't aren't you supposed to have chlorine in you a are pool? but he was oh, pouring yeah. it yeah, but there's
1: levels of chlorine he was pouring a
0: crazy but amount did you see in.
3: how big the pool was like i, I just didn't yeah i was you're supposed, there's like look like, pool was like an Olympic-sized swimming pool, and he just poured like no, you're half right. a thing of a... You're right. But, you know I
0: mean? but he. they also mentioned that the pool gets closed, and... People kids' hairs are turning green, like, immediately. Um. So they have to close it so it, like, creates a... L- I, well, they talk yo. about it
1: for a second. <laughs> I, don't for I don't know why I'm literally, defending there's it. There's yeah, like I don't know why Literally, there's, like, one... That. There's a 30-second scene where she's like... He's like, are you going to practice? She's like, no. I heard that the pool's turning people's hair green. And then that uh, was, like, it.
4: Uh, but wow. people
1: test... So at pools, they literally test the chlorine twice a day. Yeah, they, the like, levels. put in, like, a little was, stick or something yeah, to get, like, the
3: right. pH levels yeah. and everything. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Um, I have to talk about a scene in this movie that blew my goddamn mind. So the mom sets up the dinner for his congratulations thing. And it was the most fucked up dinner I've ever seen in my entire life. It was like clams and a lobster for him and a lobster for her spaghetti and red sauce for the daughter and then a microwave dinner for the son. Why the hell would you have all these different foods at one table?
0: Well she also just like Bought them from a restaurant too But but
1: would she need the extra There was so much food on that table Why did she also need to make spaghetti And also (laughs) microwave a a meal It was strictly to prove a point That the daughter got her period And that the son was like against Like the commodity of society But the, (laughs) the dinner was just like it blew my mind it how sad. it was organized.
2: Um, I, my first uh, response would be, I think you're looking too far into that for this. <laughs> I think um, they
0: just didn't have enough the, food. Yeah. Like, there was so much food the, on that I table. I think for the
2: character, it's like she um, is trying to be like this fancy matron, but has no idea what to do. I don't so, know, but she there was literally two
1: full lobsters, a giant thing full of clams, a giant bucket full of miscellaneous stuff, and she was dressed like a sailor. So. Yeah, that was weird, too. <laughs> It was a very weird scene where I was like, it was very close to the beginning. And she's like trying to jack him off with her foot. And then all of a sudden she's just yelling at him. Yeah, the
3: angles there just didn't make any sense. How did she get her foot all the way over to (laughs) him? Yeah,
1: totally. Um,
0: This movie does one thing that I do like. Uh, I like when there's a shot from the movie as the cover of the movie. And the, shot, the cover of the movie is Vincent D'Onofrio like, lying down in the pool floating. And he does that in the movie. Like the shots from the movie. Sick. That's the only redeeming quality of this movie. Can I
2: bring up how uh, lazy, even for this movie, the writer got when they... So they had to cancel this real estate project that everyone was investing in. The excuse for that was it was over an Indian burial ground.
0: Oh, dude, I am so with you. That <laughs> I, excuse is like what the fuck's
2: out loud by myself yeah, watching that. Yeah, it was the laziest thing yeah. I have ever seen written. Yo, it happens though.
1: So much of this is.
0: Hey, that could happen. Yeah.
1: So much of this is lazy. Yeah, the poltergeist. (laughs) But, like, okay, so you're
0: right. That becomes the excuse why this estate, like, why this construction can't happen. Then all of a sudden, the character that Bailey and I like is, like, very into Native Americans and their history. There's, like, dream catchers in his room. There's arrows hanging. He, like, puts a headdress on and lights the construction site on fire. Which I
1: found so offensive because he is the whitest boy I've ever seen. Yeah well I don't know why he got so
2: it's like the kid that smokes weed once and just has taboo all over his room the next day. Exactly. He
3: has
0: like a beaded entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know his history. You're judging him. Yes. (laughs) Poor Henry. Yo Henry has a dope quote though. It's not dope but I, I like it. He says is it wrong to build a home that will never be one. Wow. I'd get that tattooed on me. Also in a scene where
1: the line said before it didn't make any sense to what it was talking about. Yeah.
0: Well, Yo. he was he was helping build that that estate, that site and Tom Sizemore. Shout yeah. out Tom Sizemore. Who yeah. should out also never be Tommy in a Sizemore. movie with D'Onofrio cuz yeah. they're basically the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are. He's like the 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 foreman telling like uh Henry to you know not use the right nails and it's basically unsafe they're trying to save money yeah um so he battles with that but
3: and then he goes and lives out on the like just in the wilderness Yeah just in the wilderness <laughs> Yeah last you ans- see him He's like washing his face In a river again yeah. yeah.
0: As his ancestors <laughs> By a tent, tent. <laughs> yeah. But he's in military getup. like Yeah he still has the wash. pain On his face too I don't get it nah, Yo this yeah. movie There's sucked. a lot of things I don't get <laughs> yeah. I don't,
1: um, I don't yo, get why they're Drinking so much orange juice In this movie Why is there s- Every yeah. scene they're Drinking orange juice There's too
2: much stuff Where the guy tried to be Like artistic too Like even though The uh opening shot Of the swimmer Of the swim meet like they did this panning shot sideways, and I'm in his mind. He's like, "This is so cool," but it was like yeah. a swim meet. And as he's panning, the swimmers line up on their like, their diving stands one at a time. And I'm just like, "They go, they do
0: it all at once. Yeah, <laughs> they, they wouldn't get up one at a time. Yep. Yeah, that alone was just like, this is stupid. So if you're listening to this still, <laughs> you could tell that like we haven't talked about common threads like at there all. There is so many. No. Different things going on in this movie. Every scene takes you out
2: of the movie. Anyway. Yeah, does.
1: It does. The true. edits are jarring. I kept waiting for commercial break. Is what it felt
3: like. <laughs> I will say that I prefer Lipnicki's movie last week to Yo. the movie that we yeah.
0: I chlorine. hate to chlorine. say it. Actually, I don't know if I'm on board. Wait, with what, that. I'm I don't on board know if with I'm that. Board What's with it, that. it called? Circus Kane. Yeah, I'm
1: on. Because that one at least cane.
3: entertained me. And I was like, kind of like, who's gonna die? Like, what, what's gonna happen? This I didn't give a fuck the whole time. I
0: think that's a case of like, there's just one thread in Circus Kane, and then mm-hmm. in this one, there's maybe twenty five <laughs> different He's, things going tra- on. He
2: he bet off way more than he could. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Also, I watched Circus Kane the second half again, again <laughs> and it oh, was nice. And it was actually like fun to watch it the second time because you could like, oh, that's funny. Like that's funny. I could never in a million years watch this movie again. Yeah ever
0: yo, i don't know if i'm on board with you i liked the last like 10 minutes of this movie in a way that yeah <sighs> circus Kane is the thing i hate the most in this world <laughs> wow well, wow, that's real lip nicky <laughs> dude <there> was some, <laughs> sorry lip nicky. there was something in this, <laughs> this
1: movie i have to point out that they were talking about gay guys at one point mm-hmm. and she said gay guys are just gay
0: they're hey, not yo. they're not hot yeah, they're uh, they're just gay. Well, I was gonna be like, and I was like, true. that's insane.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. not
2: their whole identity. Lee. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was um, crazy.
2: Another thing that I thought was uh, toward the end was really stupid. When the son leaves, the mom comes up to the daughter and she's like, "Where's your brother? I've, uh, the police have been here searching yeah. for him." I'm like, wouldn't you ask the daughter before you call the cops? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Where maybe your brother is, yeah, he could have exactly. mentioned like, "I'm going over
0: to Tom's house." The mom is a hot mess for oh, sure. For sure. For um, sure. Let's talk about our film friend though in the movie real quick. He does a decent job with what he's handed. We he mentioned does the best that. He can. I agree. But why would he sign up? Yo, that's. I my question. He must have owed
2: a guy a favor or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Or he I
1: thought don't... it was gonna be like his chance to break into an indie it's film. And didn't Some indie films come it. out to be like really artful. He's boring. in yeah. so
3: many different things that
0: like I feel like he says yes a lot just to. It's a so, character actor so i read you, i read a keep work i read yeah. a quote that he said he said i took a route of acting rather than star making so it cost me a lot financially so essentially he just like he acts as a job occupation like not to become famous not to he just does the grind Cause he, and also and cause he think, likes it. i think when you do that these types of movies fall into your path yeah. like you're just grinding it out, kind yeah, of. Yeah,
2: I guess if you haven't worked in like six months and you get a movie, you're like yeah. probably just gonna do it. Then.
0: Also, he looks like a straight up fat Mark Ruffalo in this. Oh, my movie. God, I was yeah. that Yo, too. he does look like a fat Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he has like that uh, salt and pepper type yeah. hair going
2: on. This I wonder is... if the whoever did the casting was trying to get Ruffalo <laughs> <laughs> and just pass it down the line. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: This is one of those movies though where I feel like he would have been better without the hair. Mm-hmm. I do.
0: I think that would have been crazy
2: looking. <laughs> I think it would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, he looks more like a disheveled, like just dad. you have been
1: and such that. a badass with no hair in this movie. Yeah, um,
0: I thought so, I did
2: that defeat the purpose.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: <laughs> what uh, what did you guys rate this movie? Two. I'm embarrassed to say mine.
3: You're gonna, you're going probably higher than us. Then you two two. two, two. Uh, I'll give it a a one half, maybe a half of a one. I don't know if I can go that low.
0: You you're allowed. You're allowed. Okay.
1: So a 0.5. Yeah. I originally gave this a 1.5, but I think I'm going to knock it down to a 1. Give it an even with circus cane.
0: I gave it a 3.
1: Ooh. Wow.
2: Generous. I'm going to knock it down
0: to a 2.5. Okay. I... Liked the end for some reason.
2: Nothing like there's no, there really wasn't an end. They just stopped the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess when it was over, I was like, Oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, was, there wasn't a anything pivotal that happened. They just kind of, and that's the thing, like, that was what was weird. Like, all this bad stuff happened and they just kind of ignored it. And they're just yeah. like, All right, well, we'll just keep business as usual.
1: Yeah. And
0: they just move on. Yeah. And
1: uh, not only was it, oh, this is so mean, but not only was it written terribly and for the most part, acted terribly. Oh, yeah. But not they couldn't get scenes in focus. And there was one point where the sound was actually blown out in the movie. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you're going to make a movie and release it with blown out sound?
0: I feel like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, though, since this movie, he's been on the up again. Oh, 100%. Like okay. TV-wise. Although, I think he's in theaters right now for Death Wish. Oh, yeah which that movie's not doing too well. It's Willis, hard. right? Yeah. 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 But, that oh, movie's two bald not
1: men in two. one movie?
2: Well, he's not always
0: bald, you know? <laughs> I, I'm all for
1: bald Vincent <laughs> you, you are
2: obsessed I with it's bald it's just that D'Onofrio. one role. <laughs>
3: I
1: love it. Bald D'Onofrio all the way.
3: Oh. All how, right. much,
2: how much do you guys think he's worth? $16 million.
3: What, are you, what about you guys? I'm going to go 16 as <laughs> well. I'm also going to go 16. Well, that's a thing where we're not supposed to know. <laughs> I looked it up yesterday. Yeah, okay. He's worth $16 million. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's got that Daredevil money.
3: I think he makes a lot of money for Daredevil?
1: Probably. I think so, yeah. And also, he's a character that... We don't talk about TV, but he's a character that goes across different yeah. shows like he's in multiple of those marble shows oh so he's in really? on like
2: 140 csi episodes too that was a, oh, a good yeah. concentration oh that. that's oh. like
0: i bet that's where the general public knows him from probably too. no yeah. the law Black. and order or whatever or what was he on so was a csi criminal intent oh uh, that's law and order, law and order, law criminal law
1: criminal in order yeah whatever yeah. yeah i don't, whatever, yeah,
2: I don't sure. like police oh, procedural law and order
0: csi crime division <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he was in one of those shows that is the same as all those other Unrealistic shows realistic
1: forensic shows
3: it's crazy how many of those shows there are so and like yeah you just people pick one that you like more than the other ones exactly. yeah. eat it up
1: my mom lives for ncsi loves it
3: ncsi
1: yeah that's what ncis that maybe that's what it is sorry dyslexic
2: yeah it's crazy yeah there's way too many
0: initialisms out there for these things yep anyway um Is it getting hot in here? (laughs) Smitty, are you getting hot? Oh, totally. I see some sparks over there. It's weird that it
3: gets hot twice every episode.
0: (laughs) It's time for the hot seat. Bum, bum, bum. Yep. Cue the music. There's music for that. Cue the music. Okay. Do you have hot seat questions? Oh, I have hot seat questions. Oh, I have a hot seat question. I'll start it off. I'll start it off. You ready, Smitty? Yeah. All right, so Vincent D'Onofrio's nickname in real life is the human chameleon. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes. I'd <laughs> be cooler if it <laughs> Everything works. we say out here is true. Um, the first movie we watched, Full Metal Jacket, uh, they're giving given a lot of names in boot camp. Yeah. What would your nickname be in boot camp?
2: I'd like to think Joker, but that's taken. <laughs> um, Yo, this seat is hot, bro. You
1: gotta yeah. rapid fire it.
0: Damn, I don't, that's hard. Well, I'll you give you one. Answer. Shit stack. Oh, shit stack. Okay. <laughs> that's like what it. I was gonna give you. Mm-hmm. Wow, I like it. Um, I was gonna give you the nickname Hot Dog. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Hot and that leads good. me into my next hot seat questions. You are... Famously and infamously <laughs> a great hot dog consumer. <laughs> um, I've seen you eat so many hot dogs. We literally ate hot dogs <laughs> like an hour <laughs> <right> before this. <laughs> um, who do you think could eat more hot dogs, you or Vincent D'Onofrio? Vincent D'Onofrio. Wow. Wow.
1: Nice. You give him the title.
2: He just has more will. In his body, he gained seventy pounds for that role. That's, That's true. true. That's how you don't you don't gain hard. seventy pounds, and I think it was six months. Seven yeah, months. six months.
0: You don't gain that by uh not treading not lightly dogs. on the hot and dog. And then front. he lost it in nine months. Like he's just, he's yeah. an animal mother. Um Speaking of animal mother, my last hot seat question. Shoot, what would you have written on your helmet? Don't shoot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love Yo, it.
0: That's a good one. Love it. Yo,
3: great hot seat question. Love yeah, it. Thanks. So I great, job, great Jordan. hot seat answers. Good job.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a uh, which one would you rather question. You ready?
2: Ooh, uh, hold on.
1: Oh, All right, I yeah. Like. Um, would you rather have to talk to your daughter about her first period at the dinner table <laughs> for about ten minutes, like Vincent D'Onofrio did in *Chlorine*? Or would you rather be beaten with bars of soap?
2: Soap. <laughs>
1: well, the answer call. is so quick. <laughs> Good call. Do you have any?
3: I don't have any. Uh, you guys really killed the hot seat questions.
0: All right, Kate, do your usual.
1: Um, Who's your favorite Muppet? Uh, animal. Love it. How do you feel about Michael Shannon? He's great. Oh, perfect. You're approved. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
3: I feel like I'm over my usual hot seat questions.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I want to do th- I like want to hear his impression.
3: Uh, well, <laughs> do you have a Christian Slater impression that you have been asked to
2: prepare? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Christian Slater kind of has this almost Muppet kind of voice. Ooh. Oh, interesting.
0: Nice. Nice. I like it. Do you like Christian Slater? I don't know enough about him to say. Wow. What's the what's the what's the end? Mr. Robot, but we don't talk about yeah. TV, so I don't yeah. want to hear your answer.
1: Heathers.
3: Heathers, true romance, you know. Uh
0: nah, inconclusive. I wanna go Fair. back to the very beginning of the podcast where I mentioned uh Smitty kind of plays a pivotal part in my movie watching history. So I've been friends with Tyler for a very, very long time. And uh three he, years. Three years. <laughs> 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 and um we used to. He was the first person to introduce me to like watching movie marathons or fests. I know there's a famous Pitt fest where we watched a ton of Brad Pitt movies. Um, I've watched the Rambo movies with Smitty, um, and he. Rockies. Rockies, yeah, and uh, he introduced me to a lot of movies that I wouldn't have. You like action movies. Yeah, Uh, a lot. (laughs) There was a golden era in like the late '80s through the '90s
2: of action movies. Yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, You love JCVD, baby. Yeah,
1: that's something that I've only watched with Tyler.
2: Right, right. Well, you have the the trifecta of the Quest, Bloodsport, and Kickboxer, which are the same movie
0: three different (laughs) times.
1: I've seen two of the three of those with you.
0: Yeah, Um, you don't need to see the other because it's the same. But yeah, so you really kind of shaped me. When I was younger, <laughs> watching these movies. I remember you showed me Fight Club. Uh, you showed me all like the essentials. I remember watching Boondock Saints wow. in your rec room at your place. Um, Garden State. <laughs> a movie, another vivid, essential. Very vivid memory of uh, us watching Garden State in high school and then being super drunk and talking about it for hours. Well, you said you didn't like it and I had to tell you why you were wrong. (laughs) Um, So I just want to thank you for that. Hey, Uh, thanks for watching. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That
1: was really
3: heartfelt, I like that a lot.
1: I want to tell you something too. I thought your name was Smitty for a very long time until I actually met you in person and you introduced yourself as Tyler.
0: Well, that's crazy. Whose name is Smitty? You only
1: referred to him as Smitty.
2: And he's the only person that does. Really? I do because of
1: oh, that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: TJ sometimes, T- right? yeah, oh, yeah, well, TJ. I guess that's a thing now too.
1: <laughs> no, TJ.
0: Um, Smitty, are you looking forward to anything movie-wise coming up? Yeah, Ready Player One and oh, nice. Infinity War.
2: I um, want to go to the theaters oh, yeah. for both. And then I was pretty pumped for Deadpool two. A lot of um, early reviews are coming in saying it's not that great. Oh, that's really? a shame. But they're Ooh. doing reshoots, so I'm still hopeful because I really like the first one. Yeah, um, so I'm just ready for those to come up. How yeah, do people know of that Deadpool too? Is it like South? Is that by? just like people like <laughs> they'll do the, the early the <laughs> early um what are they called screeners? screeners. Yeah, with, they'll do it with like, uh, test, uh, like test test audiences screens, yeah. and, and then even critics, uh, mm-hmm. and then I, I guess unanimously, it's been like pretty. I got the original um the what the writer and director from the first one isn't coming back. And I guess the second one is too much of a parody of itself now. See, that's
0: what I was worried about with that movie because it we were did such about. a good t- job of being aware of what it was—the first movie. Yeah, I think and this movie overstepped. The first the line. Line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So they're trying to come back again and make sure that doesn't happen.
1: I'm I'm glad because I actually I don't like that character as a reader and as a watcher I loved it so. I'm like, yeah. Feel the same way about and it. And Reynolds
2: is great in that, so mm-hmm. hopefully they don't ruin it. Because, I mean, Marvel's been historically really great, so. And movie I love, wise.
1: And I love they kept the continuity because he was glimpsed in uh, Wolverine Origins mm-hmm. for like a 30 second scene. It was Ryan Reynolds, and they brought him back as. Oh, nice! I love that. Yes. Um, good looking forward to. Speaking. Yeah, yeah. Love your list. Very yeah, so I'm, ex-
2: I'm excited for those. Yeah, awesome. Y'all, hey.
1: I'm so excited for Isle of the Dogs coming out oh, next Isle week. Oh, Isle of Dogs next week. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really
2: want to see that as well. Huge Wes Anderson uh, fan. Yeah. That one looks dope, and you got to respect
0: that stop motion. Ugh, yeah, oh, yeah. Got to respect love it.
1: Love it. And I want to um, bring my good. dog to the theaters.
0: I also can't wait. This is in a couple months, but Hereditary.
1: Uh, it looks cool. I'm
0: very interested in that movie. I, it was shown at South by Southwest with The Quiet Ones. Quiet Ones. The- quiet, quiet place. place quiet place john krasinski's yeah. movie i, yeah. I, would, so, I would like to see that couple movies coming up that were shown there that i'm very yeah. interested in
1: i'm excited for bo, bo burnham's eighth grade yeah, yeah. No, i
3: just
0: saw a trailer for that that looked really good
1: love mm-hmm. bo burnham
0: yeah so so there's that that oscars hangover where there's like no movies in right now that i'm interested in but in the next month or two it's gonna Gonna be Liddy. Oh. Uh. And with that, Smitty, thanks for coming yeah, thank on. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. And, uh, always a pleasure. We will see you guys next week. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Michael Shannon. Bye. Michael Shannon. <laughs> OPP.